Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. I cannot wait. Would you guys like to come over here? Have you seen this or no? Are you, no. are you, this is your son? Yes. Our We're gonna, son. Our son. Yes. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come over here, because I think you're going to want to see this. So you can see what your 19-year-old is up to. This is the plaintiff, Jessica Torres. She says the defendant, her new neighbor, shot a bow and arrow into her brand new fence and the persnickety guy refuses to pay for the repairs. She could have him arrested if she wanted to because shooting an arrow's a felony. She doesn't understand why this neighbor's being such a jerk because she got a very reasonable quote for the repair and now they have to come to court. She's suing for $200, the cost of new fence slats. This is the defendant, Gavrila Vrogio. He says the plaintiff's the most unreasonable person he's ever had the displeasure of having to deal with. He told her he would take care of the minimal damage himself because he's been in the construction business his whole life. And her quote of 200 bucks for the repair is ridiculous. This woman's harassing him. She's filming his house 24-7. Now he's unable to walk around naked if he chooses to. He's accused of not getting the point. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see the come daughter, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Okay, uh, Ms. Torres, you are suing Mr. Vreju for $200 repair to your building, which according to you, his son damaged. Tell me what happened. So we purchased the building um, at the end of May. We put a lot of money into the building, so it was you know, a car parts store. We renovated it, it's now a physical therapy office. We, um, do you have February... pictures of the building for me? Yes, I do. Okay. This is... Um, you'll see the before and the after. So is the, this the bottom these picture? These are the before and after. The before and the top picture is the after picture. Okay. Um, you can clearly see we spent a lot of money on this building. Um, so on February seventeenth, my landscaper was there because the town was requiring us to clean the site up before they'd give us our C of O. So while he was there, he said that he heard whizzing by. 
So he came around and saw um, two kids in the backyard of our neighbors next door and saw damage to the building where it looked like two arrows had hit. Arrows? Arrows had hit into the stucco. Two arrows? Two arrows. Because there's two different uh, divots in the stucco? Yes. So um, he said, do you guys have cameras? And I said, yes, we had cameras installed as soon as all the outside work was done. So I went back to the cameras and I looked and I saw the two kids put two basketballs in between like our fence and their fence. And you can see them shooting the arrows at the, like at trying to hit the basketballs. How old are your kids? 19. 19? Kids yes. 19? That's not even a kid. All right. Yeah, still a kid. I know. Well, they're always kids to us, <laughs> judging by their judgment. But, um, okay, do you have an actual video of that? I do. You guys have it. Um, you'll see that they're shooting the arrows. They come onto the property, pull the arrows out of the building, and then continue and go back and continue uh, this to is do just it too again. Much. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't I'm wait. Sorry. I cannot wait. Would you guys like to come over here? Have you seen this or no? Are you, no. are you... This is your son? Yes. Our gonna, son. Our son. Yes. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come over here, because I think you're going to want to see this. So you can see what your 19-year-old is up to. All right, hold on. That's them over there, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know why she's recording my... Wait, wait, don't talk about her. Let's talk about your sons first. Hold on. Watch, 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 watch. Wait, don't worry. Okay, so there they are right there. Yes. Okay. Picking up the bow and arrow. Why is your 19-year-old boy shooting arrows at the neighbor's house? No, he, he threw on the fence. He didn't got the intention. Why to... is he throwing it at the he fence? Tried, no, Why? He, he tried to shoot his friend because I said, never do it again. Of course you not. Do it, do it in your house. First of all, why is he shooting bow and arrow at anybody's house? Mm, Even yeah. your house. Go back yeah. over there. This is ridiculous. He's 19. Yeah, he should, I, I, is he working? Is he going to school? What's he do? He's working. Okay, all right. Let's go back on that. Ah, lordy, lordy. And then they come around, and I guess they must realize that they did something because they're kind of close to the fence. Oh, there they are walking on. Is that their property or your property? That's your property pulling the arrows out of the, out of the side. Literally putting, pulling the arrows out of the side. And if you continue to watch, you'll see them go back and continue to shoot. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> they come back into the yard. And they go back to shooting. Exactly in the same direction. Your son's a pinhead. <laughs> All right, so you've got people on your property shooting at your next door neighbors. Did the son knock on your door and say, hey, I'm so sorry this happened? Because that's what I would expect from my... Because nobody up there just worker people. Say it again. Nobody was in a building. It was some people outside and the other side working. Did they tell you about it? Because, they, yeah. no, my son, he tell me what happened. I, and then did you leave a note on their door? Did your son leave a note on their door? Or you, did, you just figured no. you wouldn't get caught? To who? Because to no. the people who own the building. If there's nobody, nobody answering, you leave a note on the door. Your Honor, nobody in the building. It's just a worker outside. Yes, I understand. But someone owns the building and someone has to repair the damage. So the decent thing to do would be to leave a note saying, listen, it was an accident, this happened, but you know, I'm willing to repair the damage, please call me. Anybody do that? Uh, no. What happened is she ended up with an alert landscaper 
that then caused her to look at, at the video footage that then caused you to go knock on their door. Well, actually what happened is, is that, so like I said, the house was just sold. So my thought was, oh my God, tell me this house has squatters in it now, and now I'm not gonna have any recourse. <laughs> so I called the real estate company, and the real estate company gave me the real estate agent, and he met me down at the building and said, I'll give the guy a call. I said, okay. He got on the phone with him and he said, I'll meet, you know, you need to meet these people down here. Your sons did damage because I so showed him the pictures of who the kids were. And he goes, okay, I'll meet you down there the next day. This is Monday. So on Tuesday, I get actually a phone call from my contractor and my contractor is like, oh, your neighbor is here. I'm just giving you a heads up. He wants to fix the stuff himself. And I'm like, that's not happening. How much did your contractor uh, suggest that you pay him to fix that little, the two divots, um, in the in the stucco wall and that it's not just sweat. this one there's 15 i have from the the fence company that they replaced 15 slats because they have little divots in each of them oh from, from like other arrow. days maybe even that what? from other days maybe of i don't even practice? know but it's just right in that same section can i see the, the estimate of the 15. if you have on the camera I have. You um, should have everything recording in the camera. I have. She recording this case. The, um, she have it. Let her talk. I, I have the estimate from the fence company. Stop talking. Ooh. I want to hear that. Oh, I'm Badly. sorry. All right, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Yeah, if she got this one recording, my son happened on that day. Suppose. She have to got recording all this shooting he did it on the fence. Those 15 ones, she says. Why do I have to see recordings of that? Don't I pretty much know who's Let's taking a bow and arrow and shooting at her fence? Yeah, but if, if those all yours from before. How would anybody how do get I know? A, but how do I know? I'll tell you how I know. Yeah. My number one suspect <laughs> is the kid whose mother comes in here and says, prove it. You don't know it's my kid when her kid's on video shooting right at the fence. That's yeah. my number one suspect. All right. Um, Correct. You feel like $200 is a lot of money for that, right? No, no, no. The problem is it's one hole up there, not so many holes. I make a picture. She bring up, I say, let me bring the cop. I get my phone number, or my, my telephone. I say, let me, excuse me, my accent. That's okay. I say, let me call the cop. Everybody say, no, no, please do not do it. I said, if you think it's a crime, I will call, I'm the father, I will call the cop. They no, don't. I say, I'll repair, it's a little scratch. Little cement to put up there, I do, because I was working in construction all my life. I will do. How much it cost me that piece of fence? One dollar, five dollar? It's okay. <laughs> I will pay. Right. I understand, and, and you didn't hurt. want him doing it because by the time he says, I'll do it, it's when your contractor's out there ready to do it. Yeah. Well, that, and you don't want to hire him to do it. Everything is brand new. I know, I understand everything is brand new. And I, but I, I understand your frustration at seeing that filling that in, uh, filling those two mm -hmm. holes and a couple of plastic slats um, that somebody charged her $200 for it. She's happy because she's put like, I don't know how much money into a this. A lot of money. A lot right. of money into like, this. So her, for her, a $200 bill was woohoo. <laughs> right. I oh, that's awesome. Uh, it's, uh, you know. Uh, but I, for you, who feel like you can do this yourself, it's overcharging, which is what people who do this do to us, who can't do it ourselves all the time. They overcharge. So I understand your frustration. But the problem that I have is you seem to feel that she must let you fix it. Let me tell you how this should have gone down. The way this should have gone down was that 
uh, your side should have gone to her side and left a note and said, I am so sorry. This is, that's what my kids, that's how I raised my kids. Okay. Um, I am so sorry. In fact, this has happened. My daughter hit a car and left a note on the windshield. It cost me a lot of money. Uh, and, but I'm happy because that's what integrity is. And, um, and, and then said, let me take a stab at fixing it. I've been in the construction business. If you're not happy with my repair, I will, you know, we'll get an estimate. That's what should have happened, but that's not what happened because she wasn't dealing with contrite people who feel bad and they only felt bad when it was going to cost some money. There was no note by the kid. There was no, you know, apology by the kid. There's a mom that's super defensive and a dad that's like $200. No way. I'll just fix it. But the person whose property is damaged doesn't have to let you fix it. I would have. I would have said, all right, let's see what you can do on stucco. It's not like that complicated. He didn't once say he was sorry for what happened. He yeah, was very combative. I think that's, see, I'm like, fascinated. No, I say, I say I'm sorry. Right, do it sounds like you were saying, let me call the police. Judge. Where's your son? Where's your son right now? No, he's why isn't he here? He's orchid. But I say no, but to, to he her, I'm sorry for what why happened. Why isn't your son here? Because, because he's, he's a orchid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did your son ever I, knock on their door and say I'm sorry? Or is... No, he don't. He don't no, go. He, he come to me. Well, maybe we should teach our sons to do that. She co well, he come to us first. I understand, Look but what then happened. at some point, don't you think he should go next door? He was nobody. See, what happened really is that when you guys were confronted with a video camera on your yard, you thought that was inappropriate. You thought that was kind of. Ah, uh, yes, Your uh, This is invade of privacy. What she's doing, she don't want to remove the camera. Did you ask her to? Yeah. I asked. She the, said, "I don't want to." I say, "Thanks God, this happened. This problem to see, because the other way, how to know? You're not allowed by law. She's allowed." Show me the law that says that no, she can't have cameras. She, she's allowed to watch to my property day and night. No. no, it just so happens that there's like a little portion of your property it's that happens not, to it's be all, in. It's all. The yeah, house. but she can't refocus that because then she won't capture all of her property. Nah. So I'm this happens anytime somebody I'm has... I'm an electrician and I know. You move the camera. Like yeah, but then moves. she doesn't get her whole hallway. And then she doesn't get the clown who's shooting arrows at her. No. Place <laughs> Thank God I had You a, can move yeah. camera if you want to. Do you live there or did you sell that? I live in. You live there? Yeah, I just purchased In fact, I think, I think your answer was, what if I want to walk around in my underwear? Then what? Yes, But you don't yes. walk around in your underwear in the yard, do you? Why not? Okay. <laughs> Why not? I'm, I'm a nice guy. I don't look good. <laughs> Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Is it illegal to shoot a bow and arrow in your backyard? What do you think? No. Why do you say? It's pretty dangerous. It's your backyard. Could you shoot a gun in your backyard? No. Bow and arrow's deadly, right? Yeah. Could you shoot it? Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's in your backyard. It's, it's your own property. I, I know, but like, what if it goes over the fence? And what do you think? I'm not aware of bow and arrows being regulated. Okay. Ne you know what? Honestly, neither am I. Going inside the courtroom. What I'd like to tell you about the cameras is this: I am not ordering her to to, to turn any cameras. Um, I think it's mighty hard to get the whole stretch without getting a portion of your yard, which the perspective just happens to be that it caught your kid. Shooting arrows at it. Wait, let me talk. Stop talking. So what you guys need to do, if you think there's some ordinance being violated, call the city and show them and see if there's an ordinance being violated. And if there is, I'm sure that she will get cited and she will get ordered how to do what to do with her no, camera. No. But so far, things haven't been very neighborly right now, so she's not going to turn the camera any more than you folks were going to leave a note on her door. So good uh, luck, folks. We've seen a criminal court in this 
Well, after a good bit of testimony, the plaintiff is going to get the $200 that she is seeking to repair the damage to her building and her fence. Mr. Brosio, step over here. Uh, so you got, you got hooked for the $200, okay? Well, this is not the, the problem. It's good nobody get hurt. Well. And plus, uh, uh, the this lady could, uh, she have to you, move. You could talk to her and work things no, out. No, there's no way to talk because she gets so hot, so wet. You know, and I don't want to. <laughs> I heard you say you didn't want, you, you didn't like the camera because you no. like to walk around naked. Not well, just why not? It's America, <laughs> no? Free Our country. Okay. <laughs> well, you got to watch yourself, okay? Keep well, some clothes on. Well, I'm not young anymore, right. you know. That's because okay. if I was young, I, you know, today you can sue for sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah you're right. You've got to be careful. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the door is that way. All right, Ms. Torres, if you'll step out here. I don't know. He seems to be as concerned about the camera shooting his house as he I does the, the damage, you know. And the guy, our camera guy, said that we moved it as close as we could to the building. It, that's really? how it is, and he says it's perfectly legal that there would be no um, right. ramifications to All it. Right. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you, you got very your 200 much. bucks. Okay, thank you very thank much. You. All right. Harvey, finally, they've found peace. <laughs> you know, I, I got to say, if you're doing stuff like that, you really should know based on what the law is in your city, and it really is based on city by city. So you should uh, go online and do some checking. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot This is the plaintiff, Ralph Morse. He says he lived in his house for 47 years and his neighbor, the defendant, has been living next to him for most of that time. They share a 100-foot common wall, and when the defendant had some work done to it on her side, she damaged his side of the wall. Before this dispute, things were mostly civil with her, but now she won't pay to have his side of the wall fixed, so it's war. He's suing for $700, the amount he's owed. This is the defendant, Betty Terrell. She says a common wall is just that. She can do whatever she wants on her side, and the plaintiff can do whatever he wants on his side. As far as there being cracks, which he says she caused hogwash. Her house was built in 1949. There have been cracks in the wall for as long as she's lived there, and she didn't cause any of that to his side. She's accused of cracking up a neighbor. The defendant has filed a countersuit to ask the judge for an order preventing the plaintiff from doing any additional work to the wall. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff and the defendant live next door to each other, and the plaintiff says the defendant damaged this side of the wall. Now, the defendant says there have been cracks in the wall forever, and she did nothing. It's the case of neighborhood war. What is it good for? Ralph Morse, you yes. are suing your neighbor Betty Terrell for $700 to repair cracks in your common wall, correct? Right. Okay, so and you are counterclaiming for a, an order from me to tell him not to touch the common wall. Not the common wall. Keep fencing. Oh, to keep the fencing on the common wall. Interesting. 
Let me hear from you first. What's happening? Okay, me and Mrs. Terrell have been living together, been next door neighbors for over 40 years. Oh, that's so sad. We share a common wall about 75 feet long. Whose property is the common wall on? One no side one knows. It's divided. No, oh, well, but, but, where's the survey? Do you have a survey? No, I don't. Do you have a survey? No, I don't. Okay, all right. So we don't know whose property the common wall is. Go on. Okay, so the common wall is only four and a half feet high, so it doesn't give you much privacy. So back in the mid-'80s, I added a fence alongside the common wall that protected you from here up. Okay, do you Some have privacy. a picture of that fence? Yes, in the back, yes. Okay, may I see it? Yes. It was just like this in the front, but the termites destroyed it, so that's when I decided to replace it. Okay, so you put up uh, a wood, wood planks, I guess, I don't know, wood planks, and what did you do? Attach them to the... To, to steel poles. To those steel poles. It wasn't touching the common wall at all. Okay. And this part's still up somewhere. Sure, in the back, yes. Okay, I got you. So now I see what you did. You used steel poles and then you put that up. Okay, and then what happened? You did that okay, in the so, 80s. So the termites destroyed the front part. Okay. And so about April, May, March or April, I asked a handyman if he would show me how Her to, handyman? Her handyman. Okay. If he would show me how to drill holes in the top of the common wall where I was going to add fencing like my, like my neighbor has in the back. She's got it sitting on top of the wall. Okay. So when he told her what I was going to do, she, went in, she came out and said that this was her wall, and she didn't want it up there I just, for me to put that wall back just like I had. I had tore down the termite and fenced the wall up. So I installed a new fence. And what is it you did? Show me pictures of what you did so I fully understand. Okay, so what you do is you installed a... Uh, a wood, like a picket fence kind of thing, right on top of the four and a half foot wall that had been there no. for. It's on poles, Yana. It's on poles, just like in the back. It's on the same poles that were there before. Only thing I did was took took the wood off and replaced the wood. Wait, so you did do what she asked? Yes. It's the only only option I had to keep the privacy. And then what happened? And after after completed, I come. I went shopping one day and came back. And a handyman is in the backyard knocking the top, knocking the, knocking the top layer of concrete off the common wall. And that's where the cracks came from. Wait, wh why was your handyman knocking anything or doing anything? Isn't this exactly what you asked for? He took down completely the wooden privacy fence on the front half of the privacy wall. And that's what I was asking him to leave up. But he said he put it up and he's taking it down and if he has to take it down again, he will. That's okay. fine. So that left everything open. So my handyman told me that he could build a um, fencing of stone that was similar to the... To the, the wall? Uh, yeah, to the walls. Just All more concrete block. Just take it higher? Yeah. And so th that's what he did. I called okay, the city to why, find why, out... Why did you even need to if he put this up? Did, did he really put this up? He put that up after I had put my concrete wall up. Is that correct? Did you put this up after or no, before? Before. Okay, well, let's get to what happened. So you hire the handyman. Yes, to put up the concrete fencing. And if you look at my picture, you can see yeah. can his I see fencing uh, behind mine, okay. the gray let's wall. And that is the front of the property. Okay, so what you did I was you put two more layers of... 
concrete. Of concrete. All right. And how did your, is your handyman here to testify? No. Do you have an affidavit from him so he can explain no. how it is that he did this? Were you there when he did it? Yes. So why do neighbors get in so many neighborhood wars? I think when you're in close quarters, there's a lot of conflict. You're around the same people all day, every day. And I think eventually it just builds up, you know, maybe a couple days would be okay, but living years and years next to the same people, you're gonna get in arguments with them. That's a fair point. Um, but do neighbors get petty, do you suppose? Yeah, they definitely do get petty, but it all depends on like the relationship that they have in the neighborhood with each other. Fair enough, okay, going inside the courtroom. He just brought some uh, concrete blocks and uh, cement, and he placed one level of blocks cemented that, placed another level of blocks. Did he take a sledgehammer and hit anything? No, there was no need to. Why are you saying he took a sledgehammer and hit stuff? Because that's what he did, Johnny. Were you there when he was doing it? I have pictures of it. You have pictures of cracks in the wall, of a wall that has been there for how many years? 44, I've been there 47 years and it was there. And, and, the, and it and the predates wall was, the two of you there. And the wall was there how then. Do you go, how do two people who have been neighbors for, did you raise kids there and stuff? Yes. Did you raise kids there, sir? Yes. Were you kids friends? No. Oh, right. They knew each other. They knew each other. <laughs> I mean, were you guys friendly before this, or were you, was it always a little tense? No. Um, well. It was all just high and by? Yes. But for 50 years? Yes. 50 years. Mm. Of all the places on the earth, the two of you happen to choose the spot next to each other, and, and, and this is what it's come to, the fence war? It's so sad. Right. So I have a question for you, sir. Why am I to believe that the cracks that you have pointed out that you're attempting to collect $700 for are cracks that were caused by her handyman when I see cracks on her side of the wall, too, even, you know, like all, it's like a 50-year-old wall. I've got pictures, Your Honor. Of that guy with the sledgehammer? Perfect. My, my wall was put in first and then No, I'm not. sorry, of the guy with the sledgehammer? You have pictures of the guy with the sledgehammer? Yes. Oh, let me see. And my wall is already up, and that's when he put the block, new blocks in. I don't care who had their wall up. All right. Where's the sledgehammer? Where's the sledgehammer? The sledgehammer is laying down on the ground. What, what line of work are you in or were you in? Post office. Okay. Uh, my entire family's in construction. Okay? I know how that's done. And I'm trying to, unless you're knocking down part of the wall, there's no reason for a sledgehammer to be used there. All this right? So I'm trying to understand, and plus, it's, it's kind of funny because um, you are suing for something that you say was damaged on your property without evidence that it's your property, um, because neither one of you uh, want to get a, a, a survey. You'd just rather the judge have a crystal ball to figure out what the lines are, the demarcation. Um, so no, I'm not going to order her to pay $700 for ruining your common wall that you cannot prove is on your property. And now you have a counterclaim. What is your counterclaim about? The plaintiff built a wall on my property. What wall where? The wall in the picture that I showed you that had the uh, raised flower bed with the red bricks. Yeah, that's this one. Come on over here so you can be able to point to it and explain it to okay. me. This is the wall that he built, and that is not a common wall. Who built that wall? He did. What used to be here connecting my, these two? My raised flower bed and my camellia. When was this wall built? Ten, ten years, I guess. I don't know. Ten years? How long has this been up according to you? 
between uh, four years, between 2007 and But you're complaining and about it now? Go ahead. No, no. Yeah. Now, you know what? Just go back to the, to the, go back. You can go back. That's fine. That's fine. And this is a wall that connects part of a wall that's already there to part of a wall that's already there. But you're claiming that that, that this entire wall, for, for you to be right, you would have to prove to me right now that this entire wall is on your property because that's the only way this connection of these two walls could be on your property. So prove to me that that's your property. You have a survey? No. I then didn't. you also don't have an injunction, okay? That's my ruling. Well, in this dispute between neighbors who've been neighbors for years and years and years, it's a nothing-nothing time, Mr. Morse. Yes. I, you know, I feel sorry for you. you. You live right next door to her, but you know the key problem here, nobody had a survey. The judge's hands were tied. I guess so. And you could have gotten a survey, you know. Just forget it. Not worth it. Just forget it? Not worth it. Do you think she'll forget it? Uh, don't care. You don't care? <laughs> okay. Well, Mr. Terrell, he... He says he really doesn't care how you feel about it now at this okay. point. You know, that's your problem, too. You did, you, neither, neither one of you had a survey. Did you ever think of getting one? Yes, I did. It cost $1,000, and I decided that uh, I'd rather put up the fence on my side than to pay $1,000 for a wall on my property. So what do you think is going to happen now that you two have sued, sued each other and you're living right across from the fence from each other? Neither one. Nothing's going to happen? You just won't speak to each other? We're not speaking now. All right. So, Barr, sorry about that. You must sign a few documents on your way out of the courtroom. Kind of fascinating case between neighbors, Harvey. What do you think? Okay, you know, the defendant is countersuing, trying to prevent work from being done in the wall. That's called an injunction, and small claims court judges, just so you know, cannot issue injunctions. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Kim Hamilton. He says the defendant purchased two box trucks from him and still owes him money. He also used the trucks for a while under his license and registration and racked up tickets and fines, which he refuses to pay for. He has no other choice but to take him to court because no matter what he does, he can't seem to get the guy to pay him the $875 he owes him. This is the defendant, Tierre Harris. He says as far as the balance goes on the purchase price of the trucks, the plaintiff told him not to worry about it because one of the trucks was damaged and needed repairs to get it running right. Now the guy's changing his tune because he's filed a workers' compensation case against the plaintiff, and he's mad. As far as the two unpaid tickets are concerned, they were for 50 bucks each. He tried to pay the plaintiff for them, but he refused. So now here they are. He's accused of trucking it up. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant bought box trucks from the defendant and didn't pay. But the defendant says he didn't have to pay, and this is really about the fact he filed a workers' comp claim. It's the case of you comp me, I comp you. Thank you, Douglas. Mr. Hamilton, you are suing Mr. Harris, your former employee, for $875. 500 of it, a balance remaining on some trucks that you sold to him, and the rest of it for tickets he received on those trucks because he didn't bother to register them in his own name for about a year. Um, tell me what happened. Uh, yes, Your Honor. So uh, on an, uh, it was January of uh, 17. Um, I was updating my trucks and uh, had a couple for sale, 
And what uh, business are you in? I have an appliance delivery and installation company. Okay. And I have about 20 vehicles uh, updating them. I decided that um, I would like to sell a couple. And Mr. Harris, having his own business uh, delivering uh, odds and ends, uh, could use the trucks. And he, he what asked What size me, trucks? Um, they're 18-foot, 16-foot box trucks, just okay. straight trucks that are van fronts with boxes on the back. Okay. And uh, so uh, he came to me uh, in February and said, hey, Kim, I would like to go ahead and purchase those trucks. Okay. Uh, at that time, we made an agreement, um, two trucks, uh, $3,000, and um, he, I was leaving on vacation, so he gave the money to my son. Uh, he only gave him $2,500 at the time. Said he'd give me the balance. Did your son know that, that that wasn't the amount agreed uh, Yeah, he called me in Florida and said, okay. hey, you know, what, what's going on? I said, well, you know, that's fine. He works for me. I'll take the 25 How long had he been working for you? Um, I believe about three years, two and a half, three years. And he was supposed to pay the 500 when? Well, um, he was supposed to pay it when I got back from Florida. Uh, my time down there was extended a little bit. My youngest son decided that he was going to run the company so that I could take care of a family member. Um, then I find out, I think it was in June, that Mr. Harris had quit claiming a workman's comp injury at work. Okay. Um, from then, we had no communications. Um, we, I asked, Did you kind of feel hurt? Uh, do I? No, I meant like when he quit and filed a workers' comp claim um, after you had been so nice as to sell those uh, trucks and not hassle him over the remaining 500. Did you feel sure. like it was kind of? I, I was hurt because I did more than just selling the trucks. Um, he had a lot of outstanding um, uh, child support, and I signed a letter to help him get out of trouble. Uh, for that. Mr. Harris is a good person. I mean, I, we've known for each, each other for a while, but um, yes, I was hurt. Like he and, didn't even call to say goodbye? He didn't, no, like, no, he didn't, I, you know, which I didn't expect. I mean, uh, come to find out the, uh, the whole claim, I believe, is getting kicked out for, for being uh, filed falsely. Okay. So is the claim outstanding still now? Um, that was turned over to BWC Workman's Comp. Uh, I pay a Workman's Comp company. And Try to I get into the habit of saying workers' comp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, workers' comp is, there you go. Good, good. <laughs> is, uh, is taking that. And, and, and Mr. Harris never showed up to any of the four uh, workmen's comp. Um, workers' comp. Yeah, uh, la uh, lawyer, any of the. Any of the uh, Mr. Harris, what's going on here? He says that you owe him $500 still for the trucks. Well, actually, uh, we came to an agreement of $2,500 for both trucks, not 3000 the original money I paid was $1,500 cash. He then turned around and went to Florida. About a week after that, I gave his son another $500, which would have left the remaining balance at the last $500. Okay, so, your math is different from his, but let me just ask you a question. You agree that there's $500 unpaid on the truck sale. Yeah. All right, and then? And then, once he got back from Florida, um, was probably another month after that, sometime in March, as he said. And when he got back, um, we discussed paying the rest of the balance on the trucks. And then that's when he told me one of the trucks was running, one wasn't, it was running hot. Wait, was, wait, but you already had the trucks for two months. Yeah, it was about a month, yeah. No, if you bought them in January and we're talking about March and returning, that's two months. Yeah, it was so, the... So my question to you is, don't you know how they're running if you bought them? Yeah, which wasn't a problem. I had okay. no problem with the so second... So you do know. All right. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, in March, did you pay him the $500? When I went to pay him the $500, like he said, he was out for about a while. And when he okay, finally... no, but he's back now. It's March. Yeah. Did you pay him the $500? No. When I went to pay him the $500, he was like, take that money and keep it and put it towards the yellow truck. So he gave you a $500 gift? 
Yes, ma'am. Wow, that was nice. Very nice. So if you sell a car or a vehicle and you don't change the registration and the other person gets a ticket, are you responsible? Yes. Because? Because you didn't take it off your name. But you didn't get the ticket. But still, it's in your name. Okay, well, we will find out going inside the courtroom. Hey, how did you get hurt on the job? Uh, I went to pull the refrigerator back on a dolly on my wrist and uh, tore a ligament in my wrist and had surgery. Okay, and what's going on with that claim? That was in May. Um, apparently, it's still going on. Um, it was. Did you some... fail to appear to a bunch of meetings? I didn't. I did uh, fail to appear. How do you to... figure that that's going to work for you? Um, not good. Well, um, why didn't you go? Which actually. Um, why didn't you go? That was a whole different thing. I actually kind of felt bad. I did get hurt on the job. It was not falsely, falsely. Uh, I mean, you not, either had surgery or you didn't. Yeah, That's I had all. surgery. I had surgery on my wrist. And you May. either had it for an injury that was recorded at, at work. Didn't you like say, oh my God, I hurt my wrist at yes, work? Yes, when I went to the ER and told them what you, happened. Did you go to the ER in the middle of the work day? I left, yes. I left work and then the next so day. So there should be a record of you leaving work and a mm -hmm. record of when you entered the ER. Mm -hmm. the and what did day. you want to add on that? Um, about two weeks before he claimed the injury at work, he got in a bar fight. And on Get the, out. And on the internet, and on his Facebook page, he posted, I got hurt, I hurt my hand when I hit Is this guy true? in the face. And no. it's, it was all over Facebook. Oh, maybe that's why. That would make sense why he wouldn't show up to the workers' comp uh, mm -hmm. meetings. Because yes, he doesn't want to continue to be in trouble for a potential false claim. Yes. Let's talk about the tickets, though. How is it that tickets are coming after you purchase the vehicle in his name? Because the first steps that you should do is to register both trucks in your name. Yes. He told me to don't, don't worry about uh, the tag yet, is what he told me. Because I didn't have a license at the time. So he told me not to worry about the time. I'm sorry. You're telling me he told you a businessman of how many years? 30. 30 years. Told you I got an idea. Why don't you drive around in two trucks registered in my name so that if you run a class of orphans, I've got to pay all of that's what happened. You want me to believe that? Yes, ma'am. I drove the trucks. Oh, and I, got I my believe you drove the trucks. And after I parked them, I have the text message on the, when they asked for the tag after, when they were purchased in March, they asked, I had stuff still when in them. When did you register those two trucks that you bought in your name, sir? After I got these tickets, January of 2018. Okay, so if I understand correctly, you registered them a year after you bought them? Yes, ma'am. Okay. There, when I purchased And you think that's appropriate? No. Okay. Ah, oh, Lord, let me see the tickets that he got. The back page is a full summary. How many tickets? I believe there were four at that time. When I went to pay them because they were on my record, um, there were two. When I went to pay them, they said, oh, you got a couple of more here, which surprised me. So how many total were there? I believe there were four total. That total what amount? Around $300 at this time. Okay, so there's $300 in tickets, $500 that's owed. And uh, so let me ask you, how do you plan to win that workers' comp case with a bar fight? That, see, this, I love this. Y'all, how old are you? I'm 34. 34. There was no bar fight. I can't fight. really blame it. You're not really a millennial, are you? At 34, <laughs> I think you're older than that. But, you know, I tell my children... Uh, who are in their 20s, say it, forget it, write it, regret it. And uh, so you write about your bar fight. There was no you bar fight. blab about a bar fight. And um, that I assume your lawyer has presented that to the... Um, yes. 
Yeah. And then you don't show up, which makes no sense. You tell me, ah, I just started to feel bad. <laughs> um, yeah, you got some problems, Mr. Harris. Some of them are legal and some of them are just moral. All right? Uh, you are going to pay the $500 remaining for the trucks and you are going to pay the $300 for the tickets. Verdict for the plaintiff, $800. So, after waiting a year, Mr. Hamilton, the plaintiff's going to get his money back. You know, the judge just said you've got some problems, legal and moral. Do you know what you meant by that? Yeah, I understand. Right. Do you feel bad? Um, no, I don't feel bad. Um, I mean, he's a good guy. I just yeah, think, he, you know, yeah, we, had a different of a, you. we had a different of opinion, and the judge ruled how she ruled. So. Well, I mean, no question he was going to win. All right, thank you very much. You must sign a few documents outside, Mr. Hamilton. If you'll step out here... <laughs> Was it worth the wait, I guess? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, this is the only way I was going to get paid, yeah, so. Yeah, what yeah. a shame. It is, it is. Uh, Mr. Harris is really a good person. He and I had a great relationship. Um, yeah, he's friends with some of my friends, so hopefully um, it could go on. That's well, interesting to hear you say it that way, yeah, you know? Yeah, I'm not a hater. Okay, well, congratulations. All right, thank, thank you, you very much. Right. Okay. That's nice. Harvey? So if you sell a vehicle, you got to go down to DMV with the buyer and you change the registration before you hand over the keys. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.